Welcome to the Kate Take Podcast, where we are all about taking inspiration into tangible action in order to create a life that we actually freaking love. Get ready to keep it real, keep it fun, and do some cool, epic shit together, girl. I'm your host, Kate, a 29-year-old entrepreneur, former teacher, wife, Frenchie mom, and just another woman in this world trying to make her way through life. You ready, babe, to make your dreams come true? Let's do it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Kate Take Podcast. I hope you're having a great day as you are listening to this. I am currently recording on November 4th, so it is the day after the election. And I know that the world that we live in is fucking crazy right now. And maybe as you're listening to this, you're feeling on edge or you're feeling nervous. And I just want to acknowledge your feelings really quick before we dive into today's topic. Um, because your feelings are always valid. And I just want to remind everybody tuning in that. Um, And we've talked about this before on the podcast, but feelings are fleeting, good ones, bad ones, negative ones, positive ones, and all the ones in between. And we can't always can control um, the situation around us, but we can control how we react to everything going around us. So whatever you're feeling today, I just want to acknowledge it and say, feel it, process it. And then if you are fired up like I am, keep freaking doing the work. Okay. And with that work, you guys, we're going to dive into today's topic, which I'm so passionate about. And I honestly was floored. Um, a few weeks ago, I asked the followers on the Kate Take um, Instagram, what you wanted to hear about. And I was flooded with people, with women saying, I want us, you to talk about, I want to hear the Kate take on self-worth specifically tied to body image. And man, that hit me in the gut because I think it's something we all struggle with. Women, men is our, our own self-worth, how we value ourselves, how we feel about ourselves, And if we're being truly honest, how much of the thoughts that are in our head and our worth is tied to body image is really it's it impacts so much of our day i know it has for me and it was a gut punch because i'm like damn i've really struggled with this in the past and i'm excited to talk with you guys about this today especially i have a take on this that i don't think maybe many of you have had and when i learned about this earlier this year in specifics to self-worth and body image Um, it really changed my approach of how I do everything, how I think about myself, how I coach people. Um, Those of you listening to this, you know that I work in the health and fitness space. I partner with Beachbody and how I coach women in my challenge groups, how I help them lead those healthy, fulfilling lives has completely changed by one of these things we're going to talk about today. So let's dive in. Let's talk about self-worth. And before we really do dive in, I want to give a quick Um, Just PSA that I will talk a bit today about disordered eating. So if that is a trigger for you, if that is really tough for you, if you're struggling with um, disordered eating or eating disorders or anything like that, and it's going to be a problem, I just want you to log off. No hard feelings. Um, If you feel like it's a a thing you can't mentally take right now, I just want to give that overview before we, we dive in. So 
Um, Self-worth, body image, man, it is, um, it's a journey for us, for everyone. And I want us to think too about comparison. I know I already talked about that on episode two and I'll reference that podcast. So if your self-worth is tied specifically to comparing yourself to others, I want you to go back to episode two of the Kate take and listen to that because this is going to be a little different take on that. But I know that in my early twenties and definitely my teens, my, all my teens, honestly, I, I really tied my self-worth, how valuable I was with how I looked and my body. And it got to a point where we all have those instances. You could think about the guy in junior high who you had a crush on and then maybe teased you about your weight and that shit stuck with you. Or you can think about your friends who were on the dance team or in a gymnastics or something and they were so fit and you were like, cool, I'm like this awkward 16 year old. I think we all have that. And I know for myself where my self-worth and my body image got so, so tied to each other and I didn't realize that how I felt about myself did not have to directly correlate with my looks was really my senior year of high school. And it started for me because I started to lose some weight and I started to get a lot of compliments for it. I started running. I started um, just, you know, Googling how to lose weight. I just wanted to lose weight and I did. And it quickly went from like, oh, this is, this is fun to probably not a very healthy space. You know, I didn't have a full-blown eating disorder or anything like that. I never like made myself throw up, but I definitely was obsessed with the scale and weighing myself and making sure that when I ran on the treadmill, it was over the amount of the calories that I ate in the day. Um, I remember just loving when people would compliment that I was skinny, that I was losing weight, that I looked so different. I loved that. I, and what happened was I started to wait for those compliments And, you know, that persisted, I would say, through my freshman year of college. And I have this very vivid memory of, again, my, my, what I was chasing was being skinny. What I was chasing was being thin. And I don't know, particularly probably the women listening to this, that you probably resonate with that of trying to lose weight, trying to catch those last two pounds or five pounds or 10 pounds or whatever it is. And You guys, this is where we're going to talk about your self-worth, your weight, your gravitational pull. If you have acne, if you have wrinkles, like that is not how we need to define how worthy we are as a person. Because I have this vivid memory of freshman year, being with my freshman year boyfriend in his dorm, I was visiting him and I started to bawl my eyes out. And he was like, why are you crying? And I just remember I was like getting ready and and getting ready to go. And I started crying because I just was tired. I was working out all the time and I was trying so hard to be perfect and, and, and eat all the perfect things. And on top of that, I had perfectionism in trying to have perfect 4.0 and just my perfectionism, my weight, all of it really linked up. And I remember crying to him and saying, I don't have abs. What's the point in being this skinny if I don't have a six pack? I vividly remember telling that to him. And he was like, I don't even remember what he said. It was so long ago, but I'm sure he validated me and said it was fine and whatever. But I think about the time I was my absolute lowest um, unhealthy weight and it was my unhappiest, honestly. 
And that is something, you guys, that I think we've all dealt with when it comes to our self-worth. And I want us to, this is where we're going to dive into maybe something you haven't thought about as far as your self-worth and our body image goes. But a big piece of this, you guys, is it is not an accident that we as women are constantly trying to just be smaller, constantly trying to lose those last two pounds, constantly trying to be, if we're a size four, we want to be a size two. If we, you know, are, you know, if we're tall, we want to be short. It's just, we are always trying to shrink ourselves as women. And I'm not, maybe I shouldn't generalize, maybe not every woman, but I know a shit ton of the women that I work with. And yes, I have, I do help people lose weight. That is a part of, of being a coach, but you need to realize that, and I don't even want to say part of being a coach. Like it's, it's a byproduct of being healthy sometimes, but not for everyone. But it's something that we all try to do is be smaller. And here is kind of three concepts. We're going to put these into three bubbles of how I want you to look at this. And the first one is it is not an accident that we as women are constantly trying to be small because we are in a patriarchy. We are in the midst, whether people want to admit it or not, and this is very prominent coming after the election, the United States, women as a whole, white supremacy, it's a real thing. It's not a hoax, and it affects our day-to-day life. Because I want you to think about this in a different way. If the, you know, if we're in this society where it's mostly dominated by white men in power over and over again, I mean, even our election, it was between two white men. <laughs> like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of sick of old white men telling me what the fuck to do with my whole life, but that's a whole nother freaking podcast. But you have to think about this. If we are constantly, as women, thinking about being smaller and being skinnier and losing five pounds and getting rid of that wrinkle and covering up our gray hair and getting from a size six to a size four and being small, we are not thinking about all the shit that's going around in our society because we are too fucking distracted with losing the last five pounds. And do you think that freaking the patriarchy or so many men who run our government give a flying fuck what they look about? No. Think about how much time you spend as a woman. And I love makeup. I love put getting my hair done. I love a facial and I love Botox and I'm not afraid to say it, but my worth is not wrapped in those things. But I want you to think about the societal pressure that is put on us as women to show up perfect all the fucking time. It's exhausting. Think of how much time we waste as women putting our makeup on in the morning. We could be filling our brain with personal development, getting a second freaking degree, taking an online course, like going and doing affirmations. Like we lose so much time trying to live up in this perfect patriarchal society that tells us what we should be, what the magazines tell us, what the media tells us, what social media tells us we should be. And it's not by accident. And I'm sure some of you are like, where the hell is this podcast going? But it is something that I learned earlier this year after the death of George Floyd in June, how much diet culture, how much, um, you know, our own just trying to shrink ourselves is tied to white supremacy. 
And, um, you know, somewhere where I learned a lot about this is on a different podcast that I am a huge, huge, huge fan of. Um, it is called Diet Starts Tomorrow. And starting on June 6th and the June 13th episodes, they have a, like three episodes in a row all about this topic. And it was like my brain was exploding. Because if we are constantly thinking about our weight or what we look like, or comparing ourselves or scrolling social media and hate scrolling people or envy scrolling people, we are not thinking about how we can contribute to this world. And every single person listening to this, man, woman, short, tall, fat, skinny, I don't give a, a rat's ass what you look like. You have something that you can contribute to this world, but if you are only focused on what you look like, it's not by accident. It is truly, you guys, it gives me chills down my back. Um, but I really want you to think about that. How much time in your day is tied to how you look, how you dress, whatever. And think about all that time, all that energy. Where could you put those resources? If you just fucking loved yourself. And I'm not going to say it's not going to be easy because we are constantly bombarded by that we're not good enough, not fit enough, not skinny enough. And I've really rethought my coaching. How am I showing up in the health and fitness space to make sure I'm not perpetuating a, a, a gross diet culture? It's something I've had to reckon. And it's something that I feel so passionate about in being a health coach, in being a coach of mentoring people to help other people do that, um, to not play into that because we've had a frick enough of it. And I want you guys to think of it this way. I want you to think about when you were in high school and there was, I don't know if your high school had this, but mine did. They were called super fans and it was for the football team. And every girl, oh God, I just, I just hate it. <laughs> but every girl got assigned one of the football players and you brought him snacks on game day and you bought your little shirt that had his name on it and you went to the games and you cheered them on. And it was like your quote unquote job to bring this football player treats. Did your high school have that? Mine did. They were called super fans. Um, I don't think there was any super fans for the girls sports team, but again, I'm talking about the freaking patriarchy here. Shit runs deep, but I want you to think about it. I think about, and I'm not going to name him in case someday he ever's like, who's this bitch from high school talking about me? I remember my super fan assignment and he was like a JV player who literally never fucking played ever in the game. And I brought this guy fucking treats every single Friday. He was mediocre at best. He never played in the game. And yet I showed up to bring this guy treats and he expected them. Think of the most mediocre guy that you, and this is Really quick, this is not a bash on men because I'm sure someone's going to say that and be like, here's this raging feminist or some shit like that. I love men. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we have to, and part of this is men's job. If you are a dude and you are listening to this, it is also your job to stop this patriarchal bullshit that puts women into these boxes. Or if you have a daughter or you have a little cousin or someone that you love who is a female, identifies that way, it is your job to raise her up and realize that she is not her weight and her looks and she is more than that. And same thing with our little boys. Like we are the generation that can change this. We really are. And I'm freaking, what am I, 17 weeks pregnant and I'm thinking about this with my own kids. Um, anyway, 
back to this example. Think of that mediocre kid that you went to high school with who played on the football team or the basketball team and sat on the damn bench half the fucking game and they thought they were the coolest person in the room. They would love to tell you about their tackle or whatever it is they do in football in class. Like, and us women, for the most part, are running around trying to be perfect and have our hair done and suck in and, and not show everybody that we're actually losing it and that we, our house looks clean, but our house is only clean because we shoved everything into the closet to hide it. Like, think of the most mediocre, lame JV football player you knew from high school. He thought he was the shit. And that's what you need to embody in a sense and realize you are good enough just the way that you are, whether you look perfect and flawless or not. And it is not an accident that we constantly are trying to shrink ourselves and make ourselves small. Because if we do that, we let other people who don't care about filling the space and being big steal the room. You have a freaking you, you belong in the seat in the room at the table with every other person there, man, woman, whatever in between you belong there. And you're, you belong there because of you are a valuable person, not because you look perfect, not because your eyebrows are perfectly coiffed and not because you have a six pack. Okay. I really want you guys to go listen to that diet starts tomorrow. Those episodes from June tag those girls, like, like their podcast. They're so amazing. And they have so many good resources tied to their show notes of that. Um, and I know some of you are probably like, holy crap, Kate, but this is something we need to freaking talk about. Okay. The second thing I want you to think about, this is kind of a question episode is, okay. So first thing you're thinking about is like, am I trying to shrink myself to be small? And is it the patriarchy? I guess that's question one. <laughs> question two is, are you placing your worth in somebody else? So if you constantly are looking at your self-worth into what your parents think about you, yeah, maybe you're like, yeah, I'm 30 years old. I still really care what my mom and dad think. Um, are you placing your worth in what your, um, you know, boyfriend or fiance or girlfriend, your partner, um, what they think about you? Are you placing your worth in making sure that they see you always at your best? You're always smiling. You've always got that because that's a really dangerous place to be because if you place your worth into somebody else completely, whether you know it or not, and they leave you, what do you have left? And I say that because I've done that before. I've done that in a previous relationship. And when that relationship ended, I was wrecked. I was wrecked. I hated myself. And I want to encourage you listening to this. Um, and man, I could get emotional thinking about it, but I had a time in my life after that relationship and I didn't know what I was young, you know, and it's like time heals wounds, therapy heals wounds, um, and closure happens. But I think about how much worth I placed in myself in that relationship and those friendships at that time in my life. And when it was gone, I woke up every day, literally thinking you're worthless. Like you guys, there was a period of my life where every single day I woke up and thought you are utterly worthless, Kate. And man, and this is something I've worked, I've been working on actually in therapy, like a decade later, um, among some other things that I want to square away before I bring a human into this world is I told my therapist, I said, damn, I just she said, how does it make you feel when you go back to that place? And I said, I think of how much I place my worth in other people and in relationships and friendships. 
And I wish I could scoop up that Kate from that time, my 29 year old, super confident self who I really, you guys, like I can sit here and unequivocally say, I really fucking love myself, period. Are there things that I'm like, like, I'll be honest with you. I'm really missing Botox right now at this point in my pregnancy. I like smoothing out the wrinkles in my forehead, but I'm still a badass bitch when they're still here and I'm saving myself some money in the next year. <laughs> um, but I wish I could scoop up that, that, that young Kate and say, girl, you are so much better than this. You do not have to place your worth. You are, in, you are innately valuable because you are the only Kate in this world. And if you're listening to this and maybe you're in that spot where you wake up and you say, I don't like myself. I feel worthless. I feel like if I wasn't here, it wouldn't matter. Like you are worthy just the way that you are right now. It doesn't mean we get complacent. It doesn't mean that we don't try to grow. You're listening to this podcast. You obviously want to grow, but you have got to realize your worth is we cannot place all of our worth into one other person. And you know, you guys heard Zach last week. I got a lot of great feedback on his interview. I love my husband so much. Like love him to death would, would do anything for him. But my worth is not a hundred percent in what Zach thinks of me. I care what I think of me before I care about what Zach thinks of me, because you know who I have to have the longest relationship with ever myself. I've had a relationship with myself before I became a wife. I have a relationship with myself Someday when one of us, I don't know which one of us will kick the bucket first, We're both pretty stubborn, but I'm just, just be careful. You guys of ask yourself, are you placing your worth into somebody else? And what are steps you can take to replace that ownership that you are worthy the way you are because you are you. Okay. The third thing I want you to ask yourself when you're reflecting on your self-worth and body image are, are you playing into your limiting beliefs? And again, I don't want to go too far into this because we did talk about this on episode two of the Kate take with comparison, but our limiting beliefs, the things that we think about ourselves, they're constantly looking for validation. She could do it better. If I was just skinnier, if I was just thinner, if I just had less acne, I would be happier, right? Like insert whatever your thing is. Your limiting beliefs are constantly going to look for a loop around or, you know, go on social media and find that perfect person and say, see, she's successful because she is thin and has perfect skin. Like it's so stupid, but we all do it. So, um, I want you to go back to that episode, but really go back and ask yourself because our limiting beliefs, they're so freaking sneaky, you guys. And they really just show up <laughs> at times that we don't expect it. Um, so those are three things I want you to think about as we, we look at our self-worth, especially when we tie this to our body image, okay? You are more than your body. And I want to say this really quick. Your body is a vessel that holds you. The funny part of you, the sweet part of you, the caring part of you, your body is amazing. Your arms, you don't have a fat arm. Your arms are what embrace your husband. Your arms are what pick up your children when they're crying. Your, your, your stomach, your core, it's not fat. It's not jiggly. Right now, mine is growing. It's getting big and it's weird, but it's carrying a freaking life. Like the, the smile lines on your eyes, they don't make you look old. They show you that you've been laughing. You've been enjoying this one precious life that you get. And I want you guys to realize that 
your body is just a vessel that carries your soul. And I know that that's so meta and whatever, but your body carries you. Your soul will go on when this earth is no longer here and you leave this place and you, you know, you go to heaven or whatever, wherever it is you go. But your body, it does not go with you. Your, your soul will go, can continue and carry on. And so I think when we can think of ourselves as that, it's like, gosh, don't you just already think about yourself in such a more beautiful way? Because your body is just, it's just a vessel. It does all those things. And when we hate our body, like you're, you're trashing the, the higher power, whatever you believe in created you. Um, it's like, you're trashing it. It made you in this image. Like this person is so bomb. This person's so awesome. I'm going to make this human. Just don't trash it. Okay. So let's wrap this up with some tips and some tools. The first one is I want you to, you know, realize that self-worth is two parts. It's that internal work of asking yourselves those, you know, of those questions and then looking externally, how are those other factors impacting you? How is social media, the patriarchy, all that stuff, how is it impacting you? So it's internal work that you need to do, but have those questions of asking yourself. And when I used to teach and I worked with the equity team to talk about race um, in our schools, I always encourage people when they felt confused to get curious. And that's what I want you to do. When you feel like crap or when your self-worth is tanking or you're having these moments where your body image is in the toilet, ask yourself why. Journal about it. Write a note. Go for a walk. But think about why you're feeling that way. I also want to really plug my second tip is therapy. <laughs> I know that it is a privilege to be able for some of us to have the time and the money and the mental energy to go to therapy. Um, but if you are listening to this and you have the resources, you have the time, there's no price you can pay on getting help. Even if you're like, oh, Kate, I was like 14 when I felt that way. Um, it's worth it. It's worth working through. And I'm super honest about this because mental health is really important to me. I've been seeing a therapist and I initially wanted to start talking to her to deal with some things, um, dealing with like just my lingering perfectionism that I used to really, really deal with and just some anxiety about becoming a mom is it's a really big transition. And we've been working through some of these old hurts that I've you know, told her, I'm like, I'm logically through, like, I don't like, I'm so happy with my life. And she was like, Kate, your emotions and your logic are two different things. And those things that happened a long time ago, whether you were 12, 14 or 35, um, they're worth working through. So, you know, find resources that you can, I know there's like talk space and some free or not free, but like online and texting therapy, but seriously, just your life's way too short to, to not you, some of these things, guys, you need help working through it. It's okay to ask for help. Um, and the third tool that I want to leave you guys with is really just Thinking about this is that maybe it's not so much a tool, but maybe it's a thought. It's at the end of the day, all the love that you want to give to your husband, your wife, your parents, your kids, you cannot freely give love if you don't love yourself, period. You cannot properly love your husband or your wife if you don't love yourself first. And I'm not saying that there's not going to be bumps in the road. I know I've had lots of holy shit moments with my body changing right now with being pregnant. But 
I go back to that, like, okay, this is badass. I'm growing like a freaking brain today or a nose or some shit like that. Um, and maybe for you, it's just, you know, remembering that image of like your body is the vessel that carries your soul. And that to me just always brings it back to like, it's, it's, it's not about if I'm perfect on the outside. Um, of course, always work on your health. I mean, I am a huge proponent of having a very steady health and fitness routine. I think that it is of the utmost importance to live a healthy life. That's why I do what I do. That's why I partner with Beachbody because I do really believe in their mission of, of helping people live healthy, fulfilling lives. Um, but fulfilling lives, right? That means our mental health too. And so just you guys, as you as we wrap this up, I hope that it is making you think about things in a different way. I hope that it is inspiring you to realize that you are so much more than a number on a scale or what you look like. And this is something you might need to work through for a while and that's totally okay. All right. So that's all I've got for you today on the Kate Take. I really hope that you found some tangible tools or a new insight or a new way to look at this. I know it's a it's the Kate Take, right? It's my freaking podcast and we're gonna share the shit that we wanna we wanna share. I also swore a lot today. So please hopefully you weren't listening to this around your children or your grandma or something. Um, but as always, please continue to rate and review and subscribe. It means the world to me. If you can send someone over to the Kate Take Instagram at the Kate Take, get them to follow, share this episode. I would just be eternally and forever grateful. And we have so many amazing guests lined up. I cannot wait for you to hear from them. And I'm just really proud of you for being here. And thank you for being here. And I hope you have a great day. I'll see you guys next week on the Kate Take.